Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said to the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, a podcast on the internet where every single week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next one. And even though the money's fake, our emotions are still very real. My name is Mike Morrissey, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Gray. Mike, I just want to tell you, (laughs) over the past week, I made a decision, and that decision is that I'm just going to start being myself on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) You told me you were like, you know, I feel like I've got a cadence on the podcast that's maybe not as authentic. I'm just going to be myself. And I might not even say on the podcast I'm going to do that. And I love that you started being like, well, Mike, I got to say. I was like, oh, (laughs) is this the real you? The real me is just as dumb, just as bad. But, uh, you know, he doesn't speak quite like this. And it's not quite as insane. Coming up at nine, a different podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Coming up at nine, we should start partnering with more podcasts and 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 you know, you know, introduce them and and just play their episodes after ours. So our episodes are a, a nine and a half hour download, and you're listening to fucking. <laughs> Maybe Rogan would do that with us. I just downloaded the new uh, Paper Jam, and it crashed my iPhone. <laughs> it, it's it took up all of my data. It took 10 hours to download it. It's three episodes of, of Mark Marin after the show. Well, Mark, uh, uh, I almost called well, you Mark. Well, Mark Marin. <laughs> Mark Morrissey. Well, Mark. <laughs> oh, Ken, how you doing? Look, hey, I also want to say on the show, you've got some beautiful lights in your house. And I said, wow, look at those lights. And you said, I got them at Home Depot. That is correct. I, um... I have some friends who started streaming over the quarantine, and streamers, um, I guess, don't like overhead lighting. And so I saw not. a bunch of cool, like, oh, our friend Will, uh, friend of the pod, Will. Friend of the pod now. Yeah, you, as you noticed once when we were doing a stream, he had nice purple lights. And essentially, I went and did the same thing because I have a, I'm in a room with LED overhead lights. And I was like, well, sometimes that's just too bright for my eyes. Um, and so I went and bought a couple of lamps. I put LED lights in them that you can change the color of, and I got them at Home Depot. What a wonderful store. Uh, did you have a wonderful experience? Tell me about going to Home Depot. Well, the lighting section, uh, or at least where you get the light bulbs in the Home Depot nearest to me, is right in the front door. So it was kind of a surreal experience of not having to go into the belly of the beast. Do you know what I mean? It was like right in the doorway. Like you walk in and like when you lights. walk in, it's the first row right there. Not the lighting section, the light bulbs, different lighting is to the left. But usually when you go into Home Depot, you have to like enter the center. Ooh, enter, enter the, the center. center and get into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to like go find some man in a smock and be like, where's the wood? And he's like, I don't know. 
<laughs> you should know. I love the idea that Home Depot now has to be like catering to the gamers and the streamers. Of they're like, oh, yeah, you're looking for the LED lights, the the red lights. Is there a project you're working with I can help you with? The light bulbs are right in front of the paint shaking. You know, I bet. I, I wonder if it's because it's the most trafficked area of the store. It- and hey, what's the deal with the paint shaking, huh? What would happen if I just didn't and I just mixed it up with the, with the stick myself? Hey, Mike, do you know what... Uh, excuse me, if I'm going to do this, let me get back into my old cadence. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, 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 what is... How does James Bond order his paint? How does this show work? <laughs> Shake it, not stir. Yes. Well, 31 weeks ago, we started with $10,000 of fake money in a paper jam. In a paper jam. Jesus, man. In a paper jam. I've been in a paper jam. I hate my life and I need out. If anyone wants to kill me, call me. I'm too relaxed. My brain stopped working. <laughs> So uh, 33 weeks ago, we invented, a, we got into a paper jam ourselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am running on empty. <laughs> uh, if anyone can't tell, if you guys listen to, if you listen to the last episode, I have, I had COVID. I'm, I can, I'm COVID free. Did I tell you I'm COVID free? Congratulations. It's nice to be COVID free. Hey Mike, you may be COVID free. Uh, hold up. My, you may be COVID free, there you but go. you're not dumbass free. Oh, dumbass. Well, tell, yeah, sorry, Ken. So tell me, if anyone's listening to this show, this, is, this isn't a podcast about my old COVID or, or Home Depot, although it should be because I goddamn love Home Depot now. Um, Ken, for anyone who's just tuning in, what even is this show? How does it work? Well, like I was saying, 31 weeks ago, we started with $10,000 of fake money on a paper trading platform, and every week we randomly move our money from one stock to the next. Last week, our money was in Home Depot, and this week, our money is in... Crocs! Crocs. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm thrilled. And it's my week, too. And if you guys are listening, you do know that I made some good money in not Home Depot, in Chipotle a few weeks ago. And I have emerged victorious four weeks running as the Paper Jam Hall of Famer, the golden boy of the pod. No one in the history of the Paper Jam has ever gotten four consecutive week wins in a row. And the people are sitting at home, Ken, and they're excited as... We're listening to this episode, and at the end of the at the end of this pod episode, we're gonna know: Am I reigning champ, or am I, you know, back on the top of Shit Mountain? Because you're on the precipice. You're on the precipice of something great. This five week streak, it's it's impressive, and it will be very hard for me to ever top statistically. Oh yeah. Um. I, I do, oh yeah. I do want to say I have to I have to come clean here. After the Home Depot episode, we said, hey, what's our next stock? We didn't have one picked because we were going to maybe have a guest for this episode, but then we didn't have a guest for this episode. So, you know, we didn't quite randomly have a computer pick it, or as we do sometimes. This time around, I was like, what would be a fun stock? And I saw Crocs, C-R-O-X, Crocs! Crocs! That's their st- <laughs> I love that that's their stock ticker. Oh, Crocs. I love it too. You know someone's got a hard on being like C-R-O-X, X. They love it. When I picked Crocs. Crocs, though, I saw that it was going down. So you had said yes to Crocs. I put our money in, and I saw that you Crocs fuck. had been going down. And I felt really bad because I knew. I was like, am I potentially <laughs> sabotaging 
your do am I will am I like knowingly sabotaging your victory? Am I gonna be the Bill Belichick of the pod? This was a real concern yeah. I had. And then I checked back the next day and we were over ten thousand. And I don't know if mm. that has continued because I had to stop because I was like, uh oh, okay, Mike's now got to I I stepped back from this. I put it in. It shit the bed. Then all of a sudden, it seemed to recline <laughs> from shitting the bed and then some. So I don't know what happened, man. I, I you know, I'm really excited to see. I'm happy for you, but also I wish you the worst because I got to win. <laughs> I, are, are you happy for me? The message boards are going to go crazy because not only was this not randomly picked, but you, you, you burned me, Ken. You were trying to fuck me. You I knew that I was excited that I was the this, golden boy of the pod. This is a big fucking deal. This you is, can't just uh, randomly. You, I saw you Googled what stocks are going down, and you found Crocs, you fuck. This you knew is I was what sick, I was worried too. about. This you is knew what, I was sick. I was laying in bed. I'd been exhausted for two weeks. I'd barely been able to move, and, 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 and you burned me. What am I supposed to do, Michael? It's a dog-eat-dog podcast. <laughs> It's a dog-eat-dog-shit world out there. You want me to just lay down and lose? Uh, I'm excited to talk a little bit about Crocs, and I'm 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 really excited. This 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 has been a very fucking actually very interesting stock. But before we get into that, I have I just want to just do a general talk and with the question on everybody's mind: What are your feelings about Crocs now? What is your experience stock aside? Tell me about, like, I I doubt you remember when you first heard of Crocs, but who do Crocs make you think of? When does it make you think of? What's your experience with Crocs? You strike me as the guy who's maybe worn them in the past and been like they're comfortable. Go ahead. I resent that. I resent that idea. I am not Mr. Vanilla, Mr. White Hot Chocolate wearing Crocs. You're painting me. (laughs) I got white hot chocolate on my Crocs. I I burned the middle of my toe. Uh, I, I thought Crocs are dumb and bad. When, when they first came to market, I thought they looked stupid and weird, like I think many people did. Um, I, I, I don't exactly remember why they came around. I know maybe they're from Australia or something like that. Maybe that's Uggs. Um, Uggs. But I also know that they have, I think, some sort of... Um, they, they, they're like they're like shoes that people in the kitchens and hospitals wear. They're that sort of like rubber, mm. uh, non-slip shoe. Um, but I, I mean, like many people, I thought they looked, they're a fucking weird slip on Swiss cheese shoe. And then, <laughs> uh, I was directing an improv team and someone on my improv team who is like six years younger than me was wearing mm-hmm. Crocs. And I think it was mm. ironic, but then again, she kept wearing them and then was like, yeah, these are silly, but I actually kind of like them. And then when I was in New York city over the summer, mm. I walked past uh, a table on the street that was selling pins to put in your Crocs, and I saw a bunch of young people mm. wearing Crocs all decked out with pins. So I think Crocs, especially given when I looked up their stock, I think something happened with Crocs where they became cool, but I'll tell you, I thought they were dumb as fuck when I first saw them. <laughs> And I still do, they st- they do not appeal to me when I see the mannequins on oh, where are they Newberry Street somewhere I see how they're yeah. dressing the mannequins I see what they're doing it's almost like athleisure wear type of a vibe yeah 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 right it's like like hip boating sort of thing because now they have that like slimline croc that new version of the shoe that's like sexier um, but I I can't get on board it's it's I'm an old when it when it comes to Crocs I'm an old man. I'm an old man when it comes to Crocs, so you've never worn a pair. No, have you? No, I never have. I'm curious, though. Do you think that they're actually as comfortable as people say they are? 
They have to be. I feel like right? that's the staple answer when you're like, why the fuck are you wearing Crocs? People are like, you know what? They're very comfortable. They, they have to be because that, that is exactly what the person on my improv team said. She was like, they're very comfortable. Like they're funny for pictures and like, but you know what? They're really comfortable. And honestly, like they don't look that ugly. And I was like, well, all right. All right. All right. Isn't that so, is, isn't that so fucking crazy though? If I, I don't want to get too much into the stock, I did a lot of research on this one, but they look so goddamn ridiculous. They're plastic shoes that look like Swiss cheese. But you know, you, you you we spend so much time like being like shitting on them. Our generation specifically is not necessarily buying Crocs because we were on the front lines when they started of being like, those are fucking ugly, those are lame. Whatever we were saying back then that meant shoogy, we were saying it being like those shoes are fucking lame. And our and adults started wearing them and we were like, those are fucking lame. I will say I was one of the people that owned a pair of those Vibram foot shoes. Yeah, and, and that's a big statement as you wearing those. <laughs> that's a big statement for you being like those shoes are lame as a man who owned the goddamn toe shoes. Well, I'd like to defend myself. One, in retrospect, yes. <laughs> Please try. <laughs> Vibram shoes. Please try those goddamn toe shoes. I never wore those toe shoes like around in public generally as like a, le a, a leisure shoe, right? And I, that was the big eye roll when you're like out to brunch and some dope is oh, wearing geez. Vibrams to brunch. Um, I wore it because, as you know me, I'm sort of a barefoot guy. I love being barefoot. Oh, big time. When summer comes around, it's sandals and barefoot or bust. Unless, unless I'm on a pokey dangerous surface or I'm trying to look slick. <laughs> You're like Pocahontas and you've got the, I, I've been, I, I use you as a reference all the time of like, you ever go to like a friend's lake house who clearly like likes to play outside with their shoes off and you, you have like, you're like, there'll be like a walkway that's all little rocks and you'll be barefoot. Like, come on, like running on the rocks. I'm like, ah, I have such, I never, ever, ever, ever am barefoot. So when I'm stepping on rocks, bare feet, I'm moving at like a turtle's pace. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll tell you, Vibrams don't help. It was an aspirational purchase that I thought, I'll like these because I like being barefoot. But you know what? I, mm, nope. I tried. I feel like it's more of a shoe than a regular shoe. At least inside my shoe, my toes are in their own place. They're kind of like barefoot inside the shoe. When you're wearing the toe shoes, Ken, every second, every tiny piece of your foot is covered. It's the opposite of being barefoot. It, it's And they, they do suck, and they're hard to get on. Uh, so it was just all around not not a good thing. I will say if anyone is interested in that line of thinking of like how do I wear more minimal shoes, I bought like You've made your own toe shoes. I made my own toe shoes. toe shoes. I slipped the them. What I did is I slipped my foot into one of those vacuum sealers that your parents like freeze meat in, and then I just duct taped that around my ankles and I boiled it so it got tight. Ah, <laughs> oh, your feet are purple. <laughs> Come on, man. You've never seen a boiled ham hock. Oh, uh, boiled damn. Sorry, what, what were you saying? For anyone who's curious about the toe shoes, oh, God, I hate those goddamn shoes. If, oh you're, my if you're looking for a shoe that allows you to feel more free, just buy thin canvas shoes that are like tight. Like a pair of, like, they make essentially Toms with laces. Are you a big Toms guy too? What's with the, I, I, Kenny, we're, I am the kind of guy who, uh, maybe I'm insecure, I'll shit on Anything that's not normal, like anything that is not mainstream <laughs> shoe-wise. Toe shoes, no. I've never worn a pair of Crocs. I've never worn the toe shoes. I'd never had Toms. When I was in college, everyone had Toms. They're like, they're comfy. I was like, these shoes are insane. You're wearing a goddamn paint, canvas painting on your fucking feet. No. 
Man, you just summarized all of New England Irish culture yes. in one, one <laughs> If it's not sentence. normal, I don't want to wear it. I have a lot of opinions on shoes. Yes. Shoes are an area in which I have a pretty hard line opinion of, not even hard line opinion. I either want them to be really nice and I wear them for like special occasions or I completely destroy them and disregard them. I go through, okay. I buy, I historically buy cheap shoes and blow through them. Yes. I, yes, same. I, I am not a big fan of like expensive shoes. However, I have one or two, maybe two or three now pairs of nice boots, like sort of like more dress boots that oh, yeah. I wear for when I'm like, hey, I'm going out or like, hey, like I'm, it's, you know, a nice fall day and I'm like going to go like on a walk down like downtown. Like, you know, you're dressing up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. However, I did recently buy a pair of Vejas or Vejas. I don't know how you say it, but Vejas are, are my first foray into one, a more expensive like regular sneaker. Um, and I'm not a big fan of it. I like just having one pair. I don't know how I would deal with multiple pairs, but it's also my first ever experience with a white shoe. Really? I have never owned a pair of white shoes. Oh, really? Uh, I almost exclusively wear white sneakers. It's a big thing. Uh, it's great. I'm a more of a black, brown, uh, dark green sneaker guy. Um, but for years, Mike, I wore slip-on shoes or simple, like shoes like Tom's or... Or or even just like Converse. I was a big Converse guy. Shoes that felt like not fussy. Um, mm. And so that leads me to say that like I kind of get Crocs if they're cheap. Interesting. There's one more piece of this that I want to bring up, which is that in recent years, I have discovered that I have a very high arch. And if I don't wear the right footwear, sometimes my feet start to hurt. So I'm scared that something like a Crocs <laughs> will be a necessity at some point. Oh my, it, it might and can. And you know what? When you start learning about this company, you might be singing a different tune and you might be lining up to get the Crocs. So let me tell you, let me tell you really quick a little bit about Crocs. So Crocs, very fascinating to find out that this is such a highly traded stock. So let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, Crocs, C-R-O-X. Crocs! Crocs, Crocs! Uh, Crocs Incorporated engages in the design, development, manufacturing, worldwide marketing, sale, and distribution of casual footwear, apparel, and accessories for men, women, and children. No male or female children. Um, it operates through the following segments. It operates through the following segments. Americas, Asia-Pacific, Europe, Middle East, and Africa, E-M-E-A. The America segment <clears throat> consists of the revenues and expenses related to the product sales in North and South America. The Asian Pacific segment includes the revenues and expenses related to the product sales in Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. The E-M-E-A segment contains the revenues and expenses related to the product sales in Europe, Russia, Africa, and the Middle East. The company was founded by Scott Siemens, George B. Bodecker Jr., and Lyndon V. Hansen III, the whitest fucking names I've ever heard, uh, in 2002, and its headquarters is in Broomfield, Colorado. The listed name for CORX is Crocs Incorporated Common Stock. So, 
Uh, it was invented by like this. It was this guy Scott. I think Scott Seaman. They were like boat bros, and they were like on the boat. And this guy like really loved having these like plastic odorless like shoes that that were starting oh, off being great for boating. Odorless. Yeah. I mean, I know that odorless. that's true, but it's weird to put it that way. You, uh, it's it's odd, isn't it? Fellow chaps, do your shoes stink like shit? <laughs> um, it's. It's yeah, exactly. I mean, they and they were and that and Crocs are, I believe, the same thing. I mean, they're they're aired out, they're odorless, they're there's holes in them. You know, they're they're rubber <laughs> shoes. They were invented by a guy who was like, hey, when I'm on the boat, I like having like plastic slip-on shoes that aren't like a big deal. Are you a sexy boat guy? But do your shoes smell <laughs> like a baby's diaper? Like a wet baby's diaper? Crocs. Um, I could see. Could you see yourself wearing Crocs on a boat? Yes. In the same way that I might find myself wearing um, goggles or a life vest or a wetsuit, there's something about that environment where you're wearing it for its utility. Similarly, if they're non-slip shoes, I could see myself, well, they wouldn't be a good thing in a hospital or restaurant, right? Because they have holes. They are always worn in hospitals, though. Why the hell is that? Non-slip? I believe believe it's non-slip. Non-slip. Like clogs? Is that the style of shoe? I believe they're called clogs. I guess maybe. Well, and I don't know how much I'm. I'm. You guys can hear me being a little apprehensive. I don't know how much I want to talk about. I'm kind of forgetting the format of our podcast and how it works. But this is the section where we talk about the stock. So, I, again, do you want me to address the elephant in the room that this is a hundred one hundred and eighty dollar stock? Are you at least a little curious as to how the hell it got up there? Me is a hundred eighty dollars. I'm trying to. Is $180 a lot? Well, well, that, that's a thing. I mean, that, that, that's irrelevant to, like, 180 can be uh, compared to Amazon. No, it's not a lot. But, you know, its all-time peak pre-COVID was uh, $41. But, I mean, but when you think in the past five years, this was a $6 stock. Right. I, that's, that's, if you look at, that's why I was worried, because when you look at the graph of Crocs, over the past year or two, they have shot up. A, a huge uh, uh, astronomical. I would say an amount that's making Lindsay, Lyndon Hansen just freak out, really be happy. Uh, Absolutely. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go right into it. So I mean, Crocs is really fucking interesting because in 2017 you could buy a share of Crocs for six dollars and eighty cents. Um, it was a cheap ass stock. Our generation specifically, you know, they started to kind of catch some traction. They started to get a little more expensive. Uh, you know, it, it, like they, you know, the thing with Crocs is everybody has an excuse. I work at a hospital; they're non-slip. I work; uh, they're really comfortable. I have back pain. I have high arches, and they're actually good for my posture, whatever it is. And then our generation came in, and we're like, "These are fucking lame!" And they went down to at least the research I did said it went down to like a dollar a share. Oof. Of it was just like a plummeting, like. It, you know, it did a little well, and they were like, Dollar. you know, I think this is just a fad. People really hate these shoes. They're shitting all over them. Uh, and it's it's been a very cheap stock for, I mean, even in, even in like, you know, 2019, they were still $19, $20 a share. Then, this past year, it's, whether it's natural or not, our generation still hates them, but the Zoomers love Crocs. Um they have done kind of what Bose headphones did, and there's all these photos of celebrities wearing Crocs. Like Justin Bieber is a big Crocs oh, guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Questlove, I believe. Uh, oh, oh, is it Questlove? 
Uh, Ariana Grande has a lot of photos wearing Crocs. Oh, Nicki damn. Minaj has her own line of Crocs. Uh, Bad Bunny, Diplo. Uh, so uh, hold on. So is that is it all sort of happening at once? Is it like a marketing campaign they did, or are you are you saying that Justin Bieber wearing Crocs drove people to buy Crocs, or is it that like it kind of started becoming a thing and then it caught on even more because of that? I don't know the I don't know the inner workings. It's kind of like our generation, like when we were teenagers, and all of a sudden everybody was wearing. Uh, did I say bows before? I meant Beats. Beats. Uh, beats yeah. by Dre. Yeah, Th that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Um, all of a sudden it was like, oh, all of our like Beyonce is wearing Beats by Dre. Like everybody's wearing them, and it's like because these are the the high quality headphones that everybody loves. And then later we find out Jimmy Iovine just is like anytime he met with anyone, he was like, here, take these for free. Just wear them, wear them, wear them, wear them. Uh, and that's what created the buzz. I'm assuming something similar is happening here, um, but. Celebrities love them. Post Malone is a great example. Like loves Crocs, always wearing Crocs. Like he, you know, uh, the like, the, the like people wearing like the gold Crocs, and and the Zoomers love them. If it's a personality thing, it's like uh, you. They now have those things that you hate that you can put in the holes. Oh, to hold up! I your didn't Crocs. say I hated the the pins. Oh, you didn't? No, I just I thought it was actually cool. I was like, oh, now I get this. I mean, I'm I'm the kind of guy that when I was younger put pins on my leather jacket, not leather jacket, sorry, denim jacket. You put buttons on your leather jacket, just tearing the, the, the leather. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's becoming a personality thing. They're doing this, uh, they're doing the zoomer thing. The, uh, the very meta, like, it's not that I like Crocs. It's that I am Croc. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, it's mm -hmm. like, it's yeah. a personality thing. It's like, you know, I'm kind of weird. Crocs, and I actually like Crocs, even though people think Crocs are ugly and people think Crocs are lame. I have sticker, I have Crocs stickers on my backpack. I have Crocs, 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 Crocs. It has become like a personality thing. Hence, and what what that's what kind of made this stock over the past three years. I mean, it, it, this is a 30x stock. If you had bought it in in you know 2017, and you bought a hundred dollars. You know, you bought a hundred dollars worth of stock, uh, you you'd make like a shitload of money. It, it's it's fucking crazy. Damn! If you bought a hundred dollars worth of stock in three years ago, you'd have three grand, three, like uh, fucking three grand right now. That's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but then again, this is what we're learning about the stock market, which is that. But you wouldn't. How could you ever know? Why would you know? You know, it, when it's a one dollar stock, why would you ever invest in it? Besides, maybe. Just this is something cheap. I mean, there's something to that. If you got a little bit of, you know, I'm not saying to do this specifically, but if you've got a little bit of spare cash, why not toss it in a couple super cheap stocks? See what happens. Money, money, you're okay to essentially lose if worse comes to worse. Yeah. Um, if that's possible, if you're in that privileged position. But Mike, I, I, I want to know because I think Crocs benefited from two things, which is one, and I, I want to know your opinion on them. Um, mm -hmm. One is athleisure. Mm -hmm. do, are you how, how do you feel about athleisure do you my, like my brother is a big athleisure guy he has the, like really he, cool he strikes me as as the as the, the cool tight like sweatpants and mm -hmm. the how do you feel about all that i would love to be a part of that that community if i spent money on clothes unfortunately I, if you look at me guys i'm always wearing like a shirt i bought at target or old navy um but i would love to i would love to get in there i i a while ago i read the uh the the 
um, Nike book by the by Phil Knight, the CEO of Nike, and I like <clears throat> loved it. And I was like, all I did was like want to wear Nikes after that. Um, and I love, I, I I like the look. I like the like sleek look of the athleisure, um, the, the the sweatpants, the the all that. I would love to have like a bunch of pairs of Nike sweatpants. How how are you feeling on the athleisure? Uh, not the biggest fan of it. Um, it strikes, there's always been, there's always been a little part of me that feels like it's not real. I mean, it's real clothing, but I, I more mean, it's not real clothes. Th- there is a little bit of part of me that's like, oh, you spent more money to be able to wear pajamas outside. Um, mm-hmm. like, and you know, who loves Which ath- something to be said for that. There, you know, who loves athleisure is celebrities. I mean, yes. they they dress, which makes sense, right? In between, like shooting and they get yeah, the Davidsons, yeah, yeah. But to yeah, me, it really is like designer pajamas at a certain point, where I'm like, you know, they they were like, well, you know, in college, you be you see men and women, you'd be like, if you wear this more than regular clothing, then that is your primary outfit. I think that is my yes, that is my main gripe with athleisure. Of if you wear, you know. Is this your primary outfit? Because if it is, it's like it is just sort of like nice, really fancy pajamas. Um, yeah, like I knew some like very rich European kids who would be like, "See these jeans? They're actually pajamas." I'd be like, "What? Come on, Why man! Do you need pajamas?" <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that Crocs is benefiting from is, um, I think the development of a culture that millennials started of ironic. Where yeah, I now maybe I'm they wrong. I, I but I do think part of the appeal of Crocs is like don't these kind of look silly? Yeah, yeah. Everyone hates these, but I'm the one who likes them. But I don't even like them. I'm just wearing them because you know that. Yeah, Crocs lines up perfectly with that like with that whole like demographic, the whole like ironic weird, the Zoomer thing. Yeah, that we started, and they're they're just fucking running with it. Um, no, it's, it's really fascinating. And honestly, like, and it sucks with this stock of just like, it's like, well, I kind of want to get in there. It's like, it is way too fucking late. Way too late. Yeah. Like you could, you know, we'll, we'll talk in a minute about like what they're up to recently, like stock wise, but you're never going to get this return of this 30 X return. Like it, it is such a fucking right place, right time. Uh, and like in COVID, they, you know, mid-March, they uh, just like everybody else crashed down to $10. Like you could have bought Crocs March 2020 for 10 bucks and just my fucking God. You know why you, you know why you'd be in it is if you invest in this way, which is to invest in an industry. Like if you're interested yes. in fashion, invest a little bit of money in a bunch of shoe companies, right? And then if one yeah. of them makes a good product, you're going to benefit, um, yeah, that's, I mean, otherwise, why would you be in Crocs? I don't know. I would love to hear somebody who bought it at $6 and see where they are now. Um, and I would love to see myself in the, uh, I would love in the future to say I'd love to see myself now. I don't know. I, I hope that I win money in just a couple minutes. We're going to find out if I won money after the break. And we're back. Uh, oh, wow. What a break that was. Ken, it's Sunday morning. You got a little coffee in your cup. What time did you wake up this morning? I woke up at 10 a.m. today. Hmm. Moira is upstairs making quiche. Quiche? What are you doing for the rest of your Sunday? Rest of my Sunday? Well, uh, I am at the end of the night. I'm going to uh, a stand-up open mic at Jacques Cabaret. 
Uh, and then Jacques before that, though, I'm doing a thing called Sunday Sketch Club at Union Comedy. This is funny because we didn't. This isn't. You weren't in. You're not trying to like set me up. You just legitimately asked, and it sounds like I'm doing yeah, a baby. plug. Um, but I do a monthly sort of like sketch open mic, or I'm starting it. Today's the first one. Um, where it's kind of an experiment to see like, hey, you got a written piece, you got a character, you want to come test it out in an open mic environment, you know? Because normally if you want to write mm-hmm. sketch, you have to like book a show, do all this stuff. This is like, hey, you want to come bring a written piece? You can have your script in hand, read it in front of an audience, see what happens. It's at like 5 p.m. today. That's what I'm doing. But Fuck before yeah. that, me and Moira are uh, chowing down on some quiche, petting our cat spaghetti. <laughs> The quiche is just... I thought you might have been going to a picnic or something. The quiche is just because you guys want quiche. Oh, I see. You were saying you were curious if the quiche was leading to anything, and then I just promoted a <laughs> bunch of comedy I'm going to go to later in the day. What's the point of... Ken, the thing about having a pod that I love, you don't need to... My cat is... Do you hear him going absolutely goddamn crazy? Yes, because you're pointing a gun at him, Michael. Yes, because he's not being a good boy. Um... Ken, I love having a pod because you don't have to ask to plug. You should, you can just fucking plug away. I, I, I feel like you should be plugging all the time. But that's exciting. You're going to that thing today. I, I, I like open forums of artists and people being like, "Hey, let's get together and just like try out our bad stuff that we haven't done ever yet, and just see what sticks, see what we like." It's great. Yeah. In a nutshell, it's a fun, it's a fun format. As the pod people know, I'm uh, I like I like to write comedy. I'm, I'm trying to actively um, get another job writing in that capacity. So if you're, you're hiring, God, just uh, oh, let Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I do see. We do have a lot of uh, Hollywood network executives. That that's like weirdly our mo because they want to learn a lot about stocks, but they don't like. You know, listening to. Have you ever tried listening to other podcasts that are actually about the stock market? Holy shit, those are boring. <laughs> I should do more research. Every once in a while, I'm like, I have a fucking show about the stock market. I should like actually get some real value. And they're like, Hey, and today we're talking about uh, Gillette. It's a, this stock is really an interesting one. I'm like, Oh, this shit is so goddamn boring. They're not even talking about mustard. I'm just imagining some man like in a tie and glasses, shadow boxing, listening to that podcast, being like, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shadow boxing. When you say shadow boxing, do you are you referencing the game that my friend Doug used to play in high school where you go in the shower and turn off the lights and then you turn on the lights and you're doing like a different pose and then someone else turns on the lights and then you're doing another pose? He used to call that shadow boxing. That's what you're referencing, right? No. Okay, so what the hell happened to this stock this week? Guys, we're in a fucking pivotal moment here, going to find out if Michael Patrick Morrissey is still the golden boy of the pod, if he is in the Paper Jam Hall of Fame, and is this record still going, or am I sliding down shit mountain? Are you ready, Ken? Hit me. Drummer, if you will. Last week, we bought 55 shares of Crocs at $174.15. And this week, everyone's here to hear, we gained $25.31, putting us over the initial investment of $10,000 at 10,025, 
what the hell? $10,025.31. Now we got a bit of a bump. If you're real, the if you're real paper pals and you're really listening to every episode of the show, Kenny and I were so excited about Home Depot that we just didn't take it out. Something that if someone was actually monitoring the rules of this podcast, Kenny, we should have gotten in trouble for. We should not have done that. We gained a lot of money on Home Depot and we just kept letting it ride. I don't know, but we're over. No, I not that much. Of, we gained, no, no, no. It was not it, that much. It was like 90, when I announced it on the show, it was like 9,600 something. And then I think by the end, it may have landed somewhere at like 9,800, which isn't a huge. No, but we only gained $25 and we're at $10,025.31. No, 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 no. I, I'll tell you this. I, I don't, we might have to go back and check this. But when I sold the Home yeah, Depot, no stock, when, when I sold the Home Depot stock, it was like ninety seven hundred, and then I bought the Croc stock, and it shot up to like ten thousand. Interesting. So hold on. Do we want to do a quick forensic investigation? Get it. Do a forensic investigation. Sure. Get on. All right. In there. Hold up. Hold up. All right. Uh, the system we use. I'm not going to name them until they start paying us, but. They're so fucking bad. It, it's so hard to like see what the hell is going on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Kenny. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. I figured out what happened. I'm wrong. I was looking at the overall unrealized P and L we gained it where, where it's, it's saying plus $25 and 31 cents because that's what we are over the initial investment. That's not what we made this week. Correct. So, do you, should I do this? Should I do it again? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if you can do this, but normally, all right, I'm just gonna do this again. I don't know if we're gonna edit this. If you, if you normally do a drum roll, this time, can you do a guitar solo? Is that a thing that we could maybe do? We'll see. Sure. If you edit it in and post, that'll be no, fun. If you, since that you just said that, we're leaving this in. Okay, so uh, normally we do a drum roll. This time we'll do a guitar solo. Last week, we bought uh, 55 shares of Crocs at $175.15. And this week, we gained $342.65, putting us at $10,025.31. Mike, I have an that announcement. That makes a little more sense. Mike, I have an announcement. Hit me with it, Ken. Today, Michael Morrissey has secured his fifth victory in the Paper Jam podcast. For those of you wondering, is this suspicious? We think yes. Hey, hey, stop. I, along with the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA, am launching a full-scale investigation into the stop. potential hey. collusion Michael Morrissey has been making with the paper trading platform and the stock market. We firmly believe that there is no possible way he could have done this alone without former knowledge and without breaking the rules podcast we're not trying hey. to say he's guilty and we're not trying to stop reach a hey verdict stop this before a fair trial but we are saying hey we think he's we think he's a bad boy and we're gonna send your ass stop to jail. it hey knock it off hey stop you're, you're you're putting you're putting the question in people's ears and there's no question if anyone should be did michael morrissey cheat is it possible that, that, that this man macaroni-brained Morrissey could possibly hey, win stop. five times in a row. I am the mayor of the FBI, Dan Auerbach. The mayor? There's no mayor of the FBI. Stop. You're putting, you're putting ideas in people's head. You're the one no who No further comments. No further comments. You're the one who picked the stock. First of all, it's my fault this week, but you're the one who picked the stock and you picked one that you actively knew was fucking failing. I can't help it, Mike. I'm launching an investigation. 
This is bullshit. Everyone's proud of me. They like me. <laughs> the people at home like hey, that I'm the pick. They'll take go it the up with the, the jury, is- man. Take it up with the jury. I don't know what to tell you. If you've, hey, if you've got nothing to hide, you shouldn't be worried. No, Ken, God fucking damn it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm the golden boy of the pod. I'm in the Paper Jam Hall of Fame. People are proud of me. They like me. Where were you? People love that I'm doing so well. Where were you the evening of August 21st, 1996? <laughs> um, I was five years old. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, so you can't even answer a basic question. Yeah, court's, court's going to be really nice <laughs> to you. Stop. Hey, leave me the fuck alone. This is, gro- this is a big day. You're ruining my big day. This is exciting for me, I'm Ken. sorry. I just collusion. I think it's collusion. It's not. You're not. You're not just collusion. I don't even know There's what no collusion, collusion means. I didn't even pick the goddamn stock this week. You did because I was sick. And I appreciate you stepping up. So, so you didn't even pick the stock. So you have. We're having someone else do your dirty work. I think you're going to jail. You're the guy deflated the balls. You fucking asshole. You're the one, by the way, I can't stress enough. You picked my fucking stock. The one fucking week I picked, I, you picked my stock for me. The one time this ever happened, you picked one that you know was going down and it shot back up. I can't you fucking, you know what? <laughs> I can't let you be happy. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. I can't we let can. you be happy. I'm sitting over here looking like a clown covered in shit. You, uh, your win barely even counts of your, you were these 24, $10 McDonald's wins of this the fucking $14. Well, I'm getting Whatever a warrant. I'm getting a warrant, and they're coming to your <laughs> apartment. And I'll knock it off. People are proud of me, Ken. They like me. And Ken, are you wondering why the hell I did so well? Yes. I know you tried to pick a stinker. Uh, I know you tried to pick a stinker to get me down, and you couldn't get me down. Well, Ken, little did you know, digital sales are up 60% for Crocs, because guess what, Ken? You're not thinking, you when you picked this stock trying to fuck me, you were not thinking Crocs is doing very well because dum 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 It's the holidays, baby. Shit. And Crocs every holiday season usually skyrockets. They take down their discounts, they stop their heavy promotions because people buy Crocs for Christmas and the holidays quite a bit. Uh, next week, uh, next week we're investing in Mattel. Um, oh, Mattel! That's gonna be, uh, guys. <laughs> just trying to game the system from now. We're totally abandoning all the rules. And then next week, definitely Mattel. Uh, Hasbro, Mattel. please. <laughs> um, no, uh, like, trust, I mean, no, Crocs, this is an exciting time for Crocs. Like, holidays are big. They usually do discounting promotions and shit like that, but they just cut it all out at the holidays if that's, like, a huge time for their digital sales. People are buying Crocs as gag gifts, as real gifts. You know, your grandma's talking, oh, my arches and my feet, I have two, my back pain, da, da, da. You buy them for a pair of Crocs or someone as a gift. It's a, do you feel like that's a good gift? Yes, Crocs. yes. It's a good gift. Um, and Ken, have you seen the fuzzy Crocs? Oh God, man, they know what they're, they're doing. Are, That's funny. At the winter time for cold weather, yeah, it's cold weather time, and they're like, yeah, they they are, you know, they had this opportunity, and they're like, now they do apparel, they do the warm fuzzy uh, Crocs in the winter time. Uh, they apparently just have a very good history around the holidays <clears throat> of their supply, their demand just like really, really going up. It's a, it's a great time for Crocs. And we capitalized on that moment. We fucking got in there. Uh, their digital sales are, are up. Uh, people are buying Crocs for the holidays and the stock is going up, baby. We took a pretty big jump this week, honestly. Yeah, we did. We're back over the initial investment. We did it once oh, more. How do you, we're in, how do you feel? Uh, man, it feels good. Um, 
I am like, you know, like I said, I'm worried. You know, we'll let the courts decide and figure it out. I am worried about how. Stop talking about the goddamn collusion. What? No, I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm not mad that we're back over. I'm just worried. You that- fuck. By the way, I'm I'm looking at the stock of when you bought it. You're an asshole. This thing was bombing. It was going down so fast. And on November 11th, it went up. And then on November 12th, it really shot up. It's weird. It went it's up, weird it- that I put it in. and It was bombing. Then all of a sudden, it goes up. It's almost like you had something to do with it. Uh, it's, yeah, because people find out I have a, a cult following, Ken. People, I have a very successful podcast. People find out I'm a, that. You know what it was? The 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 the, the beat, the word on the street, uh, uh, like a beat reporter probably found out that we invested in Crocs, and people, our listenership, just drove it up. Ken, you invested in it, and it went down to to one hundred and seventy one dollars, and then it shot up to one hundred and eighty one. That's like a ten dollar bump. That's that's a very big bump. It's big bump. It's suspiciously big bump. Hashtag investigate Morrissey. Well, um, stop. Hey, stop the hashtag. Don't tweet hashtag investigate Morrissey. Listeners, write bullshit. in. Do be on the right side of history. Um, this is fucking bullshit. It's great though to be over. You're 10, pissing 000. me the fuck off. Well, this is my big. This is my big fucking day, and you're ruining it. Yeah, you, you're an asshole. Yeah, I am the person who's <laughs> supposed to be my friend. We, we, we said we were going to do this show because we were friends. It's it's we, we, it's it says this, the podcast says real fake money, real friends, and you're not being a good friend. You you should be happy for me. Surprise! This is a big moment for me. Surprise. I've been waiting my whole fucking no. for for thirty weeks for this shit. Stop. Surprise! <laughs> I'm your an asshole. Stop. I hate you. Yeah, good. <laughs> now, you know what? On. Surprise. You know what, asshole? Surprise. I'm gonna... <laughs> You're such a fucking asshole. What? I'm just going to let you be happy Why on I... your birthday? What if I'm sad? <laughs> what if I'm sad? Oh, my God. Well, Ken, I don't want to lift your spirits at all. Wow. I, but <laughs> Ken, I, I got to know. You know, you're kind of making all these allegations, and you're kind of making me want to play a game right now because... Would you like to play a game, Ken? Yeah, and I'll quickly just say it's uh, I it's it makes total sense that Crocs is going up because of the holidays. I might even yep. you just inspired me to perhaps buy a pair of Crocs for someone for the holidays. Yeah, it's it's honestly it feels like a good gift. Here's the fucking thing. I bet if I got a pair of Crocs for a, as a gag gift. I would wear them around the house mm-hmm. and I would probably eventually be like, these are actually really comfortable. And you know what? I'm kind of like a Pete Davidson trendsetter kind of guy. I bet I would start wearing them outside too. And I bet they would become part of my personality too. I would get on the craze. I see the progression. I see how this could happen. I'm also a big fan of the indoor shoe. I am not a barefoot guy. I like wearing shoes. I like wearing shoes around the house. I have a pair of workout shoes if I'm doing like a hit workout inside that I've never worn outside and they're just clean. So like if I'm doing a workout or something in my living room or if I just want to wear shoes around the house, these aren't LA disgusting. I've been walking around dog shit, like whatever. Like I like the idea of like inside shoes that have never touched the outside and I can see Crocs being that shoe. I have also become an indoor shoe guy. There's something about it. It's about, I think it's probably because of the, the pandemic of wearing shoes inside that were a clean pair of shoes made me feel like, like I was going to work type thing. Um, but I like the, I mean, I mean, when I take them off, it feels like, Oh, then I'm relaxing. So putting shoes on makes Mm. me feel like I'm, I don't know, alive and working. It's strange. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if it would totally feel the same with Crocs cause I'm not a big slippers guy in general. 
See, um, I like slippers. You like slippers? Yeah. Okay. I, I do. I like the idea of the Crocs too. I like the idea that you could just slide them on if I'm going to take the trash out or something. I sometimes walk out of my socks. It's humiliating. Oh, uh, I, I, I mean, I have, a, I have a pair of Birkenstocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Like, yeah, something to just slide on as you're leaving the house. I don't know. It makes a, it, it does make a lot of sense. So when I saw that, that, that interview, I watched an interview with the CFO, like talking about what was happening this week. And it was fascinating. I was like, yeah, I bet this really tracks around the holidays that they're, they're making a lot of cash. Um, but Ken, you're an asshole, right? Yes. Um, and you know, the thing I fucking hate about you the most is you're so back and forth you, 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 if you were running for office the, the uh, you're a politician people would be like he's a fucking flip-flopper i'm a waffle. He's saying this he's saying waffler. that you're you're a waffler you're a waffler you're going back and forth and i thought crocs are not quite they're they're kind of a sandal so i invented a game called flip or flop oh, wow i'm gonna find out so ken this is for both of us I, this game has made a lot of evolution but ken you know how you fucking will be so on your soapbox one day on your high horse and then eight years later you're code you're like you're totally opposite that you're 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 feeling something totally different you're like no actually now i i like this you're like mcdonald's is great and then eight years <laughs> later you're like mcdonald's sucks you're such a fucking flip-flopper so Here's how the game works. And originally, I just made this for you, and then I put myself in. I have uh, an assortment of questions. Suspicious. Uh, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have some questions about myself and questions about you. Uh, uh, these are statements that I or you or I have made in the past. <laughs> and you need to tell me if I have flipped or flopped. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read it, so I'm going to start off. Uh, like I'm going to read a statement that I have made and you need to tell me, am I still flipping with it or have I flopped and changed my perspective? Gotcha. I have some that you have also said. Oh, Jesus. And if you, you fucking asshole, if you have, I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> if you have flip flopped on this and you are, do not feel this way anymore, I'm taking a point away from that you. That makes sense. I'll, I promise asshole. to be honest. Okay. You promise? Yes. Okay. We're going to start off with me. Jason Mraz is one of the greatest artists of all time. That is a thing that I used to say all the time. When we were in high school, I really, really felt that way. Ken, do I still feel that way? Or have I flip-flopped? Um, which is the one you have... That, you, that can't be a thing you think anymore, given his recent discography. Correct, Ken. I really was used to be on the fucking Jason Mraz train. I really, really... And I still think he's good, but... I used to, when he did the Mr. A to Z and he was doing the like acoustic guitar and kind of like rapping thing, it was so much fun when I was in high school. I really related to it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and you know, John Mayer is somebody who I loved in high school and I st you, the, the pod knows I still listen to John Mayer all the time. I think he's, my appreciation for, for, my appreciation for John Mayer has grown. Mine for Jason Mraz has diminished significantly. I have seen him live twice and he is very good live. He's a great performer. But, you know, the, the new albums, I just, I, I, I don't really care for them that much. I bet they're great, but I just don't listen to them. I flip-flopped. So good job, Ken. You get a point. Are you ready for yours? Yes. Kenny Gray says, Ron Paul would be a great president. <laughs> Ken, fuck you, man. <laughs> you, were, you were beating that drum. 
you were beating that drum for a long time and we were in high school and he said, I think it'd be cool to legalize marijuana. And you were like, I'm voting for Rain. I'm voting. No, I keep trying to say Rand Paul. I'm voting for fucking Ron Paul. Ron Paul, Ron Paul, Ron Paul. Ken, do you still think Ron Paul would be a great president? Or have you flip-flopped? No. Flip-flopper. I, can I defend myself in that capacity? Since, no. Well, come on. Politics are. I want to say that was in the. That was in my own personal political awakening. That moment where you kind of start processing everything that your parents used to say versus what you think. And uh, yeah. while I agree with Ron Paul's sort of like personal liberty stuff, man, I can't get on board that you know he doesn't support some basic. Personal human rights anymore. So I've, I have flopped. Oh, I, have, I, have, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't even know that. I'm sorry to like put you on blast. <laughs> no, just saying like, be, if you say like, yeah, I support gay marriage, but I think it should be a state by state thing. Be like, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, never mind. I don't like it. <laughs> so no, I know. And, and I we were young enough when- for the good of goodness of America. Hell fucking yeah. I know. And that was a time when we were young enough too, where you were like, I'm voting for this guy. Like, we didn't really know what we were talking about. Ron Paul just said that he wanted to legalize marijuana, and you and Caleb Wells were like, Ron Paul! <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Ken, well, the, good job with the Jason Mraz thing, but uh, I am taking that point right back because you're a goddamn flip-flopper, and you fucking went back on your word. Uh, Mike Morrissey, when, we were in, when I was in middle school, said, my favorite food is tacos. Ken... Do I still feel that way, or have I flip-flopped? Uh, you must still feel that way, because last week on the episode, you said, you, or a few episodes ago, you said you fucking love Mexican food. It's your favorite food. I did not think about the fact that we did Chipotle last week, and I talked about this for a full hour. Yes, correct, Ken. I do still feel that way. Tacos and Mexican food are my favorite food. I think tacos specifically are my favorite food. So good job, Ken. You got that one point back. Are you ready for yours? Kenny Gray says... Wait, hold up. How do the points work? <laughs> so wait, if I... If, I for me, you're gaining points if you get them right for me. But if you're a fucking flip-flopper, which you fucking asshole, if, I, if you go back, if you flip-flop, I'm taking a point away from you. For the sheer sake Are of... Are you getting points? You need points? to be reprimanded. I'm not getting points. Oh, so I'm no. just playing this game. Oh, okay. You're kind of playing against yourself. I see. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're getting... Okay, never mind. I understand now. Yeah, I, I, I hope the audience gets it. We'll see if I win or lose at the end. And I'll, I didn't Mine, my games, I kind of try to have to try to understand it as it's happening. <laughs> Look, here's what happens. If I lose, I'll get mad and the investigation will go even deeper. Um, please continue. Stop at the investigation. No goddamn investigation. Um, okay, but yeah, so you got a point for knowing that I don't like Jason Mraz as much anymore, but you lost one for flip-flopping on, on Ron Paul. You gained a point back by knowing that my favorite food is tacos. But Ken... If you flip-flop on this, I'm going to be so pissed I'm taking a point away. Kenny Gray in high school says, Annie's macaroni and cheese is the greatest macaroni and cheese of all time. Ken, do you still think Annie's is the best, or are you flip-flopping? Yeah, I, I still stand behind that. All right. I do. You have shown, you have shown integrity. You can, you, get, you can keep a point. I'm even giving you a point. Thank you. So you have two points In now. terms of box mac and cheese, yes, Annie's is the best. I mean, it's a totally mm. different conversation if we're talking about like a baked mac and cheese. A baked, yeah, Which is yeah, not what I was referencing at the no, time. No Velveeta for you, Ken? No. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, if I'm going, if I'm going, if I'm going that route, I'm going to get Kraft. Mm. Easy Mac? Why? I don't know. So, Something about that. Why would you get Kraft if you... You think Annie's is the best, Ken? You, no, 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 flip flopping. No, are you? Don't you dare do this. No, I'm saying if <laughs> hey, I, if I'm going that. down the cheap that that because 
Uh, look, because Kraft is cheap, cheap and bad. Kraft. Not even bad. It's just cheaper than Annie's. If I'm going for the best box mac and I cheese, like Kraft I'm reaching more. for Annie's. So don't fucking say this. You're, you're starting to piss you know me what? off because I'm a Kraft guy. We need to stop talking about this. You know what? I'm going to go upstairs <laughs> afterwards and be like, Mike and I like, like pretended we were mad at each other, but now I'm like, kind of worried he's like actually mad at me. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, Ken. Stop. <laughs> we're doing we're doing jags. We're doing jags on the show. Fuck you. I am mad at you though. Uh, Arthur's Arthur Kraft macaroni and cheese is the best. Um, you, little Mike Morris, he says Hawaiian pizza is the greatest pizza. It's my favorite. Another thing we've talked about on the show with Domino's. Oh God, but is it still true for you? Because. I'm going to say yes. You still believe, because you said a pineapple, or is it Amanda who said that? I'm going to say yes, that you still believe that. Check out the Domino's Patreon taste test episode on www.patreon.com slash paperjam. You guys hear me talking about my girlfriend, Amanda. She's on the episode on the, on the taste test. Check it out on the Patreon. Uh, she did say stuff, Ken. I thought that was going to get in your head and you get a little confused. So you are saying that I still feel that way. That you believe... That Hawaiian pizza is the best Hawaiian pizza. pizza is the best. It's my favorite pizza. Can I ask one clarifying question? Ah, oh, God, no, I can't. Maybe. I'll say yes. I say that you still hold this position. Eh, I knew it. I uh, love Hawaiian pizza. Well, yeah. but the Canadian bacon, I have yeah. altered it, and I took that away. Just now pineapple. my favorite pizza is, no, is pineapple and pepperoni. Right, right, that's what If you what listen to the Patreon taste test where we eat Domino's pizza, you would know, and our real paper pals who subscribe to the Patreon know that my favorite pizza is pepperoni and pineapple. Ken, you, uh, I haven't decided if you lose points for that. I'm just going to say you just don't get one, so you have two points. That makes sense. The last, last question are you a flip-flopper? Kenny Gray says, enough is enough. Cheese pizza is for babies. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you still, uh, the, the, the famous rant that I've talked about on the show quite a bit, one day you came into rehearsal and you said, enough, like cheese pizza is for babies. Like, why don't we do like banana peppers or green pepper? Like, we need to do toppings. Cheese pizza, it's for babies. Ken, do you still feel that cheese pizza is for babies or have you fucking flip-flopped? I'm going to answer this quite diplomatically, which is I still believe that if your favorite pizza is cheese pizza, you are a baby. <laughs> but, however, I personally have started to accept that sometimes you need that baby comfort food and that cheese pizza is sometimes what you want. And especially in a shared group setting, that cheese pizza can be the most diplomatic, easy thing. However, mm. I believe what I was responding to in that moment was <laughs> the idea that every time I suggested a topping, people would go, oh, yuck. I still mm. hardline disagree with that. I like mm. one of my personal favorite pizzas is like pepperoncini and uh, like pe pepperoni, like that sort of. I still am way on board with that. So, have I flopped? In a way, I am not as <laughs> dumb. You really have answered this so diplomatically that I kind of can't tell. 
what I'm gonna do. Keep, keep fin- no, sorry, finish also, it off. I'm also not trying to gain the system. This is just a truth I found about myself, which is that you grow up eating. I was sort of a plain food kid, and then I bucked against that, and I was mad that you know everyone else wasn't coming with me. And now I've sort of rearrived <laughs> at letting plain food have its moment, letting fancy food have its moment, or more interesting. So, do I agree? Cheese pizza overall is for babies. I can't stand behind that. I do believe, though, that if you think cheese pizza is your favorite, and if every time you, oh, that's so depressing, dude. dude like, Someone being like, "What's your favorite pizza topping?" Cheese, dude. And oh, do you know what oh I mean? Like, God. when have you ever? Because yeah. I've run into people that they're like, "Oh, gross! Fucking peppers!" It's like, grow the fuck up. What is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gross. So let me ask this question: If I flop, have I lost? You would have one point. All right, then I flopped on it. There's sure. really no. Yeah, whatever. I flopped on it. I'm not that extreme anymore. But seriously, if cheese pizza is your favorite pizza, if every time someone says that's a topping, you're like, oh, no, no, maybe go see a therapist, maybe do some soul searching. <laughs> Get yourself out there. Ken, you know what? That was such a diplomatic answer that I'm not even going to take a point away from you because I'm so goddamn confused. (laughs) I think you you answered it very well. And you guys, if you disagree with me, uh, hashtag take the point back. Uh, Hit us on, uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, the Paper Jam Pod, and DM us and let us know if you think Kenny deserves that point to be taken away or not. But it's my fucking podcast. I co-hosted with Kenny, and I'm saying you get to keep the point. So congratulations, Thank Ken. Thank you. You, 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 you won flip or flop uh, with two points. The only way to lose flip or flop is if you had zero or negative points. Um, but that was, that, was, that was the game. That was flip or flop. And guys, that was our episode. Thank you guys so much for, for listening and coming along with us for Crocs. This is a really fucking interesting stock to, to learn about. I thought it was fascinating. And Mike, thank you for doing the research. Thank you for a fun game. I'm so glad I won the game and that in that moment where you should have been celebrating that I was able to make it about myself. Um, yes. And, you know, this has been a really fun ride of an episode. I It's been interesting to explore the, my more natural tone on the show as opposed to the guy mm. <laughs> who, who was a yeah, little funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, I love you, buddy. This has been super fun. Um, hey, maybe maybe buy your loved ones or family members a fun pair of Crocs. That's, I mean, I'm seriously, yeah. I might hit you up for your address and shoe size, my man. Hey, baby, you know me. Uh, it's uh, 612 Apple Tree Lane, Los Angeles, California. Uh, that's not where I live. Um, well, thank you guys so much for, for listening to the show. And yeah, buy your loved one a pair of Crocs this, this Christmas, um, I guess. Or don't. I don't fucking care. They, they, yeah, we don't care. These people, are, we, we can't be bought. No one's fucking paying us to fucking do these stocks. But you know what I would fucking pay you to do is give us five stars on, on Apple Podcasts uh, and leave a comment. Follow us at the Paper Jam Pod and check out our Patreon, our bonus episodes at www.patreon.com slash the Paper Jam Pod. And thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Audio.